Welcome to the Come Clean Pod, a place where we take the taboo out of TMI. We're stripping away shame and eradicating embarrassment through conversations held with honesty, humor, and humanity. We're your hosts. I'm Holiday. And I'm Mando. Come with us while we do our dirty laundry. Good for you. So yesterday when you were talking about, um, you were like, we were just having our chat back and forth on Marco Polo, but you were saying, you know, like you said, you said something like the spring is like your new year. That's Mm -hmm. when it feels like it's a new year for you. I feel the same way. Yeah. Like it's like spring equinox is always like the time where I feel like, oh, it's time to be new again. But I will say, like, I don't really buy into, like, the whole, like, New Year's resolution thing. And and it's not that I don't want to have a New Year's resolution. I just feel like I've finally come to a place in my life where I'm like, if I don't have one, like, it's okay. But if I have one, then great. You know, I just kind of am, like, ebbing and flowing with the idea of it. Mm. And one thing, like, I was thinking about yesterday that, let me let me stop and preface this by saying this idea kind of popped into my head because ironically my dad of all people he sent me um like this interview of a podcast and I actually don't even I can't do any names justice because I didn't watch the whole thing I watched like maybe a 30 second clip of this podcast he sent me (laughs) and I kind of had this moment where I was like I can't listen to another podcast (laughs) I have to edit a podcast um but the speaker was talking about like how our minds accumulate trash Hmm. essentially like being like a human dumpster and everything in my mind becomes a metaphor so I was like whoa I really feel like whether or not this is a new year's resolution or not or if it's just coming in perfect timing that one of the things that really struck me about that was i really have been noticing more and more and this is why i'm like oh wow it's so weird that he sent this to me it was kind of like one of those things where do you ever have a thought where you you don't know if you thought it before the thing came to you or if it was subconscious and you didn't realize it was there but like it just like clicks Hmm. because the thought I've been having lately is I've I have a few behaviors like the last year has been so monumental for me for healing and change and and kind of getting back on like what I would call like my spiritual path Mm -hmm. but I still have been noticing a few behaviors that are just honestly like just like throwing trash in my mind like i feel mm. like there's like a like like a human dumpster like okay <laughs> we don't need to carry or accumulate that shit and like you keep doing it um and so that was just like a kind of a pivotal little moment for me where i'm like no like i'm just going to cold turkey stop this and i actually have one thing that happened to me last year that i was doing that um it's not for the internet to talk about probably but but one behavior where I kept basically like checking up on something and it was just not it was just not healthy for me so I just like cold turkey stopped doing it stopped feeding that want to do it I don't know like I'm trying to think if it would be similar to someone who like is trying to like 
quit smoking or quit drinking or something like I don't I don't I don't know if you can speak to that if you've ever had anything similar where you've just had to be like no like I we're not doing this anymore but I feel like yeah I I just feel like I'm ready to just be like okay like today's the day it's time and it's not even necessarily because it's the new year it just feels right Absolutely and a lot of what we talked about we talked about in uh, nutrition coaching school was about how our diet is so much more than what we eat. It's actually, it's actually like what we physically eat as far as food is like barely matters compared to all the other things we take in, in our lives because we are, we're, we're like these little sponges <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so many times, actually, over this past year, there have been monumental things that I have just had to decide, like, okay, I'm, we're not doing this anymore. Like, this doesn't, this, this doesn't help bring me closer to any of my goals. This doesn't help, um, this doesn't help me behave the way I, I want to tomorrow if I do this today. Like oh, last year, and no monumental date, I um, decided to stop using um, any cannabis product. Um, because although I, I liked the way it made me feel physically, and I, I enjoyed some of the mind journeys I got to go on, I didn't, I was noticing that like, for a day or two after, I wasn't the residual side effect. There were residual side effects, and there was just no like denying risks, it. No matter how oh, much wait, I, the benefits type of thing. Is yeah, that what you mean? I, I just yeah. wasn't. It wasn't like I was just enjoying a nightly mind adventure or physical body awakening. It was then deteriorating my next couple of days, and I also. For the last two and a half years, I have been um, on it mostly not drinking. Um, I've never really considered myself like an alcoholic in terms of like the way we think about alcoholism when when you know you see it portrayed on television. But when I got down to it, realizing like, what am I using this for? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm feeling, I'm trying, like, when I really, like, processed through it this past year, this has been two and a half years that I've kind of been like, yeah, I think I'm not going to drink anymore. I think I think I don't like the way it makes me feel. I think I don't like how I, you know, am less productive or less available after whatever. My mental health isn't as good. This past year, I finally got to the bottom of it of like, oh. I'm having a feeling of an emotional feeling in my body. I don't like it. I want it to end. So I, I so I reach for a drink or to smoke or to reach out to someone who is going to distract me in the moment or fulfill something in the moment and then I'm going to feel worse after. It's the same whether it's a person, alcohol or marijuana. And then once I realized that I was like Okay, well, we're just not doing this anymore. 
Yeah. And I also feel like it's just like human nature because it's almost it's patterning Mm -hmm. where we have like some sort of a trigger and then it creates this like maladaptive like pattern where we just keep reaching for that one thing that like, you know, it will just ease the pain or like make the resistance feel like it's less because it's something that we're resisting or we don't want to deal with. And um, we don't even know that it's, you know, when, when you, when you get home at the end of the day and you're like, I need a drink. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I have no fault for anybody who says that. I just, I don't, you probably don't even know what it is what that what's underneath that, that motivation feeling. of like i i need a drink like what cause what is what's the root of that and it wasn't until i found the root that i was able to be like oh this is like a this is like a an a trigger response an itch a scratch you know a, mm-hmm. a pathway in my mind and it wasn't until I found the real root that then I was able to say, oh, okay, now we're just not doing this. But before then, it was like, I'm not going to do this because it's not good for me. And and, and then there was resistance and there was trying and there was fighting and it wasn't, I couldn't just be it. I was having to try it. And we've talked about trying versus doing. Right. And how- I thought. I was thinking the same thing yeah. this morning. I'm like, this is so, like, coincides with that episode because mm-hmm. there's just, I think, like, you know, we, like, address one little thing at a time. Like, we can't, like, overhaul our life all in one instance. and Which is why th- I don't love New Year's. <laughs> the idea. Exactly. I know. Yeah. But I do, but I do think, like, it's bringing up this idea that, like, okay, like, one little baby step at a time. One little, like nuanced noticing of something about yourself at a time and it does make these like profound changes in and on the on the bigger picture like it's something that we can recognize to say to ourselves like this one little thing that might just seem like a minor detail actually is affecting my life mm-hmm. like way more than i thought it was absolutely absolutely but that idea that that we can just that like we're gonna change the calendar and so tomorrow I'm gonna be a different person right. with different desires and different motivations is a recipe for disappointment and self and shame and well especially if you're not ready for it. Like that's what I was saying earlier. Like I really don't have like like a strong opinion about it. <laughs> Shocker. I don't have a strong opinion about it one way or another. I just why? Why am I who I am? I just think like I'm I'm really living from a place in my life lately where I'm just like if it's going to serve the person for their highest best well-being then like rock on. If you think tomorrow you're going to if you feel the motivation for that and you really it's like been a catalyst, maybe it's true. Maybe you will wake up and be a new person, but also it's okay if you're not. Yeah. I mean that I agree. I just I just I'm not at all saying like don't don't uh decide that you want to make change or 
just ex- just accept and be like, all right, well, this is how I am. So, mm. and if if you're someone who it's helpful to be like on Monday, on the first, on January first, like if that's helpful, absolutely set yourself times and dates and and things like that. But the truth is that all of that is made up. We have no if you, if you want to make a change, you have you you if you really want it, you'll do it right now. And because there is no guarantee of time is an illusion. Tomorrow or the 1st <laughs> yeah. or January 1st. We might not be here by then. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds it sounds harsh, but it's kind of like if you want to make a change, if you want to do something different, if you want to move towards a bigger goal. Well, this is actually I want to branch. I want to branch because I am 100% like for making, obviously, like my life is about like accepting and moving forward and like taking off these little bites and trying to understand and grow and change. And through doing that, what I found out is that nothing happens all at once. And you're not just going to like, just the same as like if you broke your leg, you don't go from having a broken leg to having a healed leg. It's every day between the day you broke your leg and the day you can walk again. It's every day you get a little bit closer. It's that it's the same idea. Nothing nothing is just a snap of the finger and it's changed and it's fixed and it's mm-hmm. better. It's constant little steps constant movement it's consistency it's perseverance it's understanding that you're not going to get better at any, at something unless you are trying it and doing it i i have so many examples of being like yeah someday i'm going to be able to nail a handstand and then being like all of a sudden one day i was like Oh, I'm never going to be able to nail a handstand unless I start trying to do handstands. Like, I would just, I was thinking that like, oh, but if I'm building strength in my body, then like one day I'll try it and I'll be able to do it. That's not how it works. Kind of makes me laugh because it reminds me of the other day, the conversation that you and I had, I was feeling like all jittery and just like a little moment of anxiety. And I, I said to you, um, you know what it is? It's just, I've I've discovered what makes me feel at peace. It's the <laughs> sense of accomplishment. And so Holly then responds to me. She goes on this like, you know, you are Yoda in my, my <laughs> she's like, talk like well, Yoda child, a lot of time. well, child, let me tell you. <laughs> and essentially you were like, yeah, um, that just, just doesn't happen. So sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> it hurt me so no, bad but, to have to yeah. tell you. Can you paraphrase for me actually what your response was? Because it was very, very good. And then I have to speak to where else that led me because Mm. this is all like coinciding together here. Yeah. Yeah. You were saying that 
that you the, a sense of accomplishment was was really what brought you peace and i had to, I had to be like oh i've recently <laughs> processed through this and being like oh shit those you might be like ah oh, i accomplished a lot today but that's fleeting because yeah then what are you going to do tomorrow real peace comes from within whether or whether or not you've accomplished anything because there's always another thing you can tell yourself like well when i get done with school or when i finish this project or when i get the new hat like it that's chasing that's attachment and desire and those there there can always be another next thing so you will never know peace unless you can know peace every step along the way I love that. You're never done. We're never done I, until we're dead. That was my little, I needed that little bitch slap though in that moment because I, it, that is the path and that is the practice. It's as I've been sort of reflecting a little bit on this. One thing that I'm struggling the most with is, um, because I also, I have, I actually feel like I have had a lot of like turn the page news, like news, not like, news like the paper but like <laughs> new things mm. in the last three months so it it has felt it's while it's all been positive it's felt a little jarring to my system mm. and I think that like I'm looking at this mountain that I have to climb in a lot of different aspects and I've truly been afraid that because I have so much to do and to accomplish that like I can't no joy is allowed in my life at all until it's done no joy should be allowed (laughs) and like I know that's not true but to like teach myself that so that moment is like such a pivotal thing in the practice of again I hate even saying it like this because it just sounds so cheesy and cheeky but like to stay present because the only moment is right Mm -hmm. now and if I fight through every moment, you're going to miss your whole life. Yeah, you you miss your whole life. And I have to really work hard at that. Oh, I feel like for me, my, a lot of my, this came up, especially after my foot surgery, because I couldn't do m- m- anything. I couldn't keep working at my house. I couldn't teach. I, I, I couldn't make money. Like. Mm-hmm. I was that makes me feel lost because at the end of the day what what do I have to show for my day what have I accomplished nothing I am nothing what what worth did I get out of this day nothing I am worthless and that's really what brought me to this place of like oh fuck that's dangerous for the yeah. first time in my life I realized how precarious and dangerous it was to have my entire being and worth wrapped up in what I can accomplish, what I can show for my days, not especially, just period. But it it took, this is what's crazy is after having had this accident, having so much time that was out of my control 
not having been able to really work for nine months and and <laughs> three surgeries and all the stuff, the amount of like shame and guilt and like discomfort and there was no rest. I was never resting because I was always trying to figure out how what I was going to do and how I was going to make things work and how that hindered my healing. And if I could have just sat down and been like, what I'm doing today is I'm healing. And that's all I have to do (laughs) to be a person. I don't have to, I don't have to like at the end of the day, like hold up my card and be like, I still get to live. Right. Because look, look, I still, I have value. Right. Like, like that's, I wouldn't, you know, like I wouldn't expect that of anyone else. Why would I expect that of myself? It's that really helped me see the illusion of this need to have something to show for the day. That's so interesting that you're saying this because I, I, I also really, really feel like you can't actually heal in that mindset. You can't actually start the healing process because it's the resistance that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's the trash that we accumulate. Like that is a perfect example of this is the trash that my humanness is going to hold on to mm. and I'm going to carry it around. And it's, it's really just not true. You can't actually even start the healing process until you like. I think that's why I just took so long. After yeah. the accident, I think that's why it took so long because I couldn't, I couldn't just relax and accept. Like I did my best to be good at recovering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> 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 trying to be good at it, and yeah, and to have something each day to accomplish, and then, and then I finished that. And got back to work, and I had to accomplish another thing, and like I'm still tired from trying to be good at recovering and and realizing like, oh my God, there's always another thing. I will never be done, so you need to figure out you need to find a way to not have your self worth be tied up in your ability to accomplish, not have your joys and pleasures being tied up in them because those are just part of your rights of being a human your birth rights as some people like to say but for some reason that term gives me the willies i don't know why it Um, gives you it's one of those words you know like the people use that some people use that i'm like i don't know that i trust you people who seem untrustworthy a lot say those words (laughs) because if you if you need to like trade for joy for worth for then Oh yeah. Then then you're you're not being you're doing and you're 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 um you've made your life a commodity instead of just living your life. You've like made it this like uh, barter system. And I don't I now don't believe that it is supposed to be like that. And it's also not because then really you're not actually tending. resting and you're not actually yes. healing and you're it's not actually not... living. You're just being like, okay, what do I have to do so that I can take a nap later? If you need a nap, you need a nap. Yes. I um, 
so part of the graduate program that I'm doing right now is um, one of the classes that I'm taking is, I would say, more rigorous than the others. And so the instructor, the professor has sent out every week, she'll send out like these, like, as a reminder, like, here's a video for you, or here's a self-care plan for you. It's like, I will say that the program that we're doing through clinical mental health has been really good on just being like, and just remind, just a reminder, you're human. And so I love that aspect of it because we have to be able to practice what we preach. But one of the um, videos that they sent out, I actually posted it on my personal page and maybe it's something we can share, but it's like a self-care plan. And it's like, I feel like self-care has become this like cheeky thing where we're like, self-care, like get a massage, go to the spa, take a yoga class. And it's, it was like this very basic, like 10 minute little video. And essentially it's just a reminder that this process that we're talking about is not just a reward, right? Like Mm -hmm. it can be like self-care can be a reward or something that you do that's nice for yourself, but it is about if you're tired, take a nap. If Mm -hmm. you feel like you've been, you know, if you're on the, on the verge of like complete, you know, anxiety and like breakdown, like that's a sign to stop what you're doing, Mm -hmm. get up and move around or walk around. And it's, it actually gives a quote from the favorite, my favorite book that you recommended to me from, um, Melody Beattie's Codependent No More. And she basically says, I'm paraphrasing, but she's like, I am responsible for myself and my life. And that's just how, I mean, like, it just resonates so much with me that, like, we are responsible for ourselves Mm -hmm. and our life and how we live and how we choose to experience each moment. And there's nothing wrong with you know, wanting you feel peace at the end of your accomplishments. But the process is so important along the way, because that's how we actually find joy is even in the moments of resistance of like, how can we put it down and like, not carry the trash with us and not Mm -hmm. accumulate the trash and allow ourselves to heal and be human and show up for ourselves and other people. Yeah, like imagine the difference between Like you're doing a task to get to the end of it versus you're doing something, the same task, but you do it at a different pace and you make sure you eat and you take like running up a mountain and not drinking any water or taking any snacks or looking at the birds or looking at the Mm -hmm. foliage and you get to the top and you're like, yeah, great, cool. But you're dead because you haven't had any water and you haven't seen anything along the way. <laughs> or you get to the top and you're like, you've like seen cool stuff and you're you're not exhausted because you took some breaks and and you ate a snack and like that's a different experience. And when you get to the top, you don't need CPR and <laughs> you know, you don't need to be like airlifted because it wasn't treacherous it's the exact same hike Mm -hmm. but you got there two very different ways and for now i'm learning like oh i would rather do it the second way 
Yeah. It's very it's very new for me. It's I'm I'm very much someone who's like, okay, I know that I'm feeling faint and I haven't eaten in twelve hours, but I'll just I'll just finish this thing and then and then I'll stop. Just this next thing and then I'll stop. I'm very much that person. And so this is a practice for me for sure. But I through my mindfulness practice and through meditation, I am so much more equipped to be like, oh, wait, hold on, stop. Mm-hmm. To do my best work, to enjoy my actual life, because my my actual life is not about checking boxes, like ticking things off a list. Like that's not actual life. Actual life is my physical experience. It's breathing. It's seeing what's around me. It's connecting with people. It's enjoying what I'm creating and working on and doing things. And so that requires me to stop right now and go eat something before I pass out because that's not real life. That's not honoring myself as a human being. That's not how I do things anymore. But it it really it took getting to learn my mind and getting to be able to like have a little bit of influence over my mind. Be like rope it in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even like preparing food for yourself, right? Is like such a big part of this versus like grabbing stuff and going <laughs> It's like my my nemesis is food Mm -hmm. because I just hate cooking and Mm -hmm. it's not my thing. But like even that process of like, I'm going to slice this apple and like peel it because I think it tastes, you know, it's like whatever those little tiny things are, but it it requires effort. And I think like that's and remember, I think it's important to remember that like, wait. The I'm doing effort, this for me. Yeah. And the effort, if I take a minute, I'll enjoy the effort. Yeah. Like, and that's what it's for. I'm not doing this for a show. I'm not doing this like, oh, I enjoy the effort that I put into things. What you put in, you get out. Like some mm-hmm. of the things that people say and post on Instagram and all of that is like a whole bunch of bullshit. Like, just silly cliche bullshit. But a lot of it is cli- like, I've always said this, that a lot of cliches are cliches for a reason because mm. people keep saying them because a lot of people have agreed, like it's been their experience that it is true. And in my experience, what you put in is what you get out is 100% true. If you are willing to notice, like, you can be annoyed and cut that apple and do the thing and then shove it in your face and then get back to the task and like yeah you put an effort but like ooh, like yikes that's one way to eat but if you take a few breaths and you sit and enjoy that apple the nutrition that you actually studies have shown we learned this in nutrition school too that like when you appreciate the food that you're eating, when you appreciate what you're creating, when you appreciate the work that you're putting into something, that what happens in your body is different. Yeah. It creates a system of 
well, well-being, obviously, what we're talking about, but like that way of forcing yourself through life, essentially, like just to get it over with, get it over with. I think that also speaks a lot to like complaining too. It's like it creates this spiraling system in your body. Like your body doesn't feel good. I don't feel good. And now I'm going to complain about it or I'm going to focus on the thing that's like, I don't like my boss at work. My boss at work is or like I have so much to do and I can't get it done. And I really have been noticing a lot of my complaining, but it is like a state of being. And I think if you can, if you notice when you're feeling that way and you just like backtrack where you've been in your mind and your body in the last 24, 48 hours, there's probably a pattern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why I go back to again, like I just loved that little self-care video and that that I love that book, Codependent No More, but that idea of like, I am responsible for mm-hmm. myself. I am responsible. I wish I could remember the actual letters, but there's and I don't, it might be from Codependent No More. It, it's also a thing in um, adult children. Um, oh. Um, where you, you basically, like, when you're stuck in that place or you notice you're in that place, you ask yourself, like, am I hungry? Have I eaten? Am I thirsty? Have I had any water? Um, am I lonely? And I think there's another one. And you ask yourself like these four questions. Am I tired? I think is what it is. So it's like hungry, thirsty, lonely, tired. And I could be getting, I could be missing one, but I'm pretty sure those are the questions. And like 99 times out of 100, you need one of those things. And and that will that like takes you out of the place cuz you've you're actually in this like complaining place because one of your very basic needs is not being met and although it feels like it's someone else's fault or something that's happening to you unpopular opinion but <laughs> actually <laughs> because yeah you were not taking care of yourself uh, I, I again like this is like I'm accumulating all these ideas over the last like week but I'm telling you like the little conversation we had where you were like hey little dummy <laughs> for the you record me little dummy. did not call her dummy <laughs> no 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 but that's how I that's how I heard it in my head like Angela hello little little girl um we find joy in every moment like we don't need to keep like I mean I'm just you know, we don't have to just keep like accumulating all the the bullshit. And also the part in which we've played the role in creating the tapestry of our life. Like I I can't tell you the amount of times and I've been through some very real stuff and it warranted obviously, (laughs) you know, talking about it with people who are close in my life and my therapist and so on. And that's what those things are for. But when you pull the lens back and you look at it, like the amount of fuel that I added to the fire, so to speak, and just continuing to talk about it and live in it and regurgitate it and go back to it and talk about it and carry it. And and like I was definitely moving through my own way of letting it go. But 
now that it's like in the past, it's so much, of course, it's so much easier for me to be like, wow, like there were a lot of things I could have done or said differently or handled differently to not carry it around the way that I did. And I guess I'm just saying to others, like, you know, know the difference between like actually therapeutically sharing something that's that's going to help heal you versus like spiraling in the storm of it do you get what i'm saying like like the gossip Mm -hmm. the the uncontrollable addictive behavior of talking about it because there's a really a huge difference between gossiping adding adding like this destructive patterning of talking about it versus healing versus through being, it moving through it feeling yes. it processing it moving through it is very different than like being outside of it and looking at it and being like look at that it, like there in order to heal something you have Ugh, I hate when I rhyme on accident. In order to heal something, <laughs> you, you have, have to yeah. feel something. Like you have to feel it. You have to like let yourself go through the process of like of digesting it, of understanding it, of seeing what what part you may have played in it and not in a blame way, but in a recognizing like, oh. That's where I was abandoning myself. And so then I let it go on longer. And I think too, like knowing your people that are safe to talk about that with, like I obviously, you are one of my safe people during that period of my life where I was really going through some hard stuff. But there, I mean, I have, I, I have so many friends. <laughs> I mean, we all have so many like acquaintances or friends that know that when stuff is going on in our life, I think it's like when someone is like, so how's that thing going that, you know, you're going through that I know is really hard. It's really easy because I always felt it coming up for me. Like people would say to me, hey, how's that situation going? And I'd be like, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And I'd like want to erupt and like go back and rehash it out and talk about it. And it's like, it took a lot of practice and a lot of time to know that like that is not healing and feeling. That is just dumping my shit on people. Right. Destructive gossip pattern versus having a private. Keeping it alive. You know, like keeping it alive. Yeah. Right. Like that's just not everybody needs to know the intimate details not of everything like not everybody right. is an intimate detail processing friend yes. some people are and just asking because they know it's a thing and and they're just like hey i know a thing about you so this is a this is a like shout out of like hey we're more than just like passing strangers how's that thing and yeah. some people are also looking for ammo like some people there's different yeah. reasons why people say hey i know about this thing and and so that's like what you're saying about like knowing mm-hmm. who and where to bring to bring yourself to 
I'm going to bring it back again, is it all comes back to like, you have to know yourself. Because if you don't know yourself and what yourself needs, then you don't, it's not about the other person. It's about what you need and where you are in the process. It has nothing to do with the other person. Mm -hmm. Taking the trash out, weed in my garden, living through joy, slicing apples (laughs) and... Eating them gently, one bite at a time. We're finding new ways. And, yeah. I and we that- can do that within ourselves, I think, is what's important. Is anything you think you're you're stuck in or is you or you have to be, it's not true. You can change it. Mm-hmm. On that note, happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Come Clean Pod is produced by Anna Hawthorne and Holly B. All ideas and opinions expressed are evolving and should not be taken out of the context of the larger conversation. We're always learning and we'll continue to do our best. Take what you need. Don't worry about the rest. If you like the pod, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow us together on Instagram at ComeCleanPod, Ando at yours truly Ando, Holly is at HB Lionheart, or email us to ComeCleanPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. Until next time.